Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks. A two-hand follow jam is true for Josh Jackson. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz with my main man, Ross Volkmer, right here on 1025 You Rock. Continuing on a Monday program here on November the 27th. A little bit of a chilly start today. 20 degrees, I'd say. On our way to a high of 43. It was cold. I'll tell you what, it got cold this weekend. It did. It got cold this weekend. Um, What was the high Friday? Like 25? 23, 25? It was freezing. It was cold. I'm glad the heater worked in the house. It's also a great time to do something that I love to do about once a year, and that was smoke cheese on my smoker. Smoke cheese. Oh, Now, man. I hate to tell you this, Good. but that screams Kansas to me. It screams Kansas? I think it would scream yeah, it Wisconsin. Screams, it screams Midwest. I thought it, it, it Well, it does. I am a Midwest, Midwest guy. So. That's what I am. I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised Midwest. I'm just saying, if you told Isn't someone in, really like, in the New York. Is it really Midwest? Now, I hate to tell you this, but people say the same thing about Kansas because this is the West. This is the West. <laughs> this is actually Michigan the- is like the middle population wise of the country almost exactly come on let's not let's not that may be true it's actually pretty funny to see those graphs of the population like when you go from pretty much the mississippi no the missouri river and you go west Mm -hmm. of that and how much the population drops off until you get to the west coast yeah it's amazing crazy Uh, but tell tell someone in new york or like someone on either coast that you smoked smoked cheese cheese. i'm telling you that's like i know exactly i would say have you ever had smoked cheese I have not. I'm not good. knocking it at all. Uh, that's I it. Love smoked, smoked cream cheese. Oh, good stuff. Smoked Ooh, some cheese this okay, weekend. Now that so, sounds great. Yeah, really good stuff. All right, we're getting our weekend winners and losers, and we've uh, gotten to our winners already once again. Uh, Shylin football, Denver Broncos, college football fans. What was the other one of yours, Christian? Uh, Jackson State Jackson and, State and uh, James Madison. James, James Madison, our winners of the weekend. On to the losers of the weekend, Christian. Where are you sitting at today? I've got a couple, but uh, this is less, and it is truly a loser, uh, but it's a little more. I want to hear what you have to think about it. Uh, Ryan Day, because, no, 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 realistically, (laughs) are you actually on the hot seat? Because in my own opinion, I don't think you can get much better of a coach. I understand the whole, you know, he's lost three straight, whatever, that that Michigan-Ohio State game is for either team the season. You have coaches throughout the history of both programs who have been fired um, with basically the same record where it's like he's incredible, he beats everyone, but he can't beat Michigan or he can't beat Ohio State. But I have heard, I have multiple, I have Ohio State friends, don't worry. Um, one of them is, is actually a student right there right now. He's graduating in a couple months here. Um, told me, I'm not going to quote exactly, but basically to the effect of, our programs had ruined. We're never going to get over the hump. Ohio, you know, I need Ryan Day gone, blah, blah, blah. He, you know, if he can't beat Michigan, there's no point. And then, you know, I hear others that are of my opinion where it's like, realistically, he is 55 and four against everyone else. That is not Michigan with three college football playoff appearances in five years. If you really want to get rid of him because he can't get over Michigan, who else is going to get you 56 and seven as a head coach in five years? That's incredible. Granted, he started with the Urban Meyer, you know, a, a 
full roster of Urban Meyer recruits who are incredible. But I don't think you get much better. I don't think he's really on the hot seat, but media has him there, certainly. I want to know what you think. This is great because I actually had Ryan Day on my Losers of the Weekend. I did. I had him as one of them. I have two. Lo- I always put two Losers of the Weekend, and Ryan Day was one of them. It was not number one. But here's my thought on – and you, you, get, you laid the great foundation. By the way, what's his record against the Big Ten that's not including Michigan? Against the Big Ten specifically, I don't know. I I'll know tell you what it is. Three against Michigan. It's like 40-something and zero. He's not lost a Big Ten game except to Michigan. It's the only team he's lost to. Ohio State fans need a reality check. Here's what you need to realize, folks. Hear it from a fan of a program that used to sit high atop the mountain. You want to start messing with this kind of stuff where you are a really good football program, or it doesn't matter, it could be any sport. You want to mess with that because you can't get over the hump, and you want to do that? Go right on ahead. Be my guest. Let me tell you where it sits. You sit below uh, the bottom of a whale's behind is where you sit right now, and you stink the whole time. That's what's going to happen. Ryan Day is a phenomenal coach. And for him to get this kind of hatred because he can't beat Michigan, who, by the way, had to sit and be beaten by Ohio State for how many consecutive years before finally Harbaugh beat them in the blizzard a few years ago? How many years was that in a row? You could tell me. What was it? Oh, I can. I believe it was 11. 11. So you're at three. You're at three. This is the way this rivalry in particular, and a lot of rivalries go. They get on a heater, and they beat you. Four, five, six times before you finally get over the hump. You might win one. You might go, you know, one and eight in a stretch of a te- of a decade period or whatever. This is the way it goes. Don't mess with what you already have. Because let me tell you what. You could go out and find another head coach. And guess what? It might not result in any better. In fact, you might start losing Big Ten games that you're not supposed to lose. Ohio State has ridiculous expectations, folks. When Ryan Day was hired, or when Urban Meyer was hired, everyone hears this story if you watch them talk. When they, when they sign the contract, we have high expectations, coach. We expect to win every single game and beat Michigan and be playing for national championships. That's what we expect. Well, guess what? The world of college football is changing. It's harder to do this. Teams are better. And to still be where you are, winning all these games, is, is a very big feather in the cap of Ryan Day. And so for him to be under this amount of scrutiny and fire... Because he can't beat Michigan, whereas once again, Michigan is on a great run with Harbaugh. And I don't know how much longer that's going to last, to be honest with you. I don't know if Harbaugh is going to be around next year. And if he's gone, my guess is Michigan's going to take a little bit of a dip. It's just my thought. And that's where Ryan Day can strike again. But I'll tell you what, if I would do if I was Ryan Day, I'd slide through my back channels of my... Of my uh, the back channels of, of my people, of course, uh, with my law- with not my lawyers, but my agents and stuff, I'd be saying, throw my hat out there. Let Texas A&M know that I'm interested. Let, let, let other people know. Now, once again, Mike Elko is going to Texas A&M. He landed in uh, College Station this morning. There was video captured of that. So he's going to be the head coach, the Duke head coach going to Texas A&M. I don't know how great of a hire that is for Texas A&M. We'll see. But you know what? Go somewhere else where they're going to appreciate you, Ryan Day. Because they don't like you there and all the hard work and sacrifice you put in to put that program great. Go somewhere else where they might appreciate you a little bit more. Now, I'm not saying Texas Sam would have been that perfect program because they got their own issues. But go somewhere that you can still make big-time money. You know, would have been funny if he took, like, the Michigan State job. He didn't. Jonathan Smith, by the way, did. Uh, Oregon State head coach. Great hire for Michigan State, by the way. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know why Ryan Day is in such fire. The guy can't beat Michigan. Guess what? These type of things happen. Get over yourselves, Ohio State. And by the way, please do. If you if you are so mad, please do fire him. Please do. Get get Joe Schmo to coach him, and I want to see you plummet down to where you're only winning five, six, seven, eight games a year, and let's see how happy you are then. A couple of things. One, OSU winning seven games a year, I oh man, would send me over the moon. Um, like he's like Ross said, it I understand. I grew up in sports purgatory in almost directly in between Ann Arbor and Detroit. And for the majority of my life, um, no one in Detroit except uh, the the Tigers for a little bit and the Red Wings, um, who are really the teams I didn't follow. Um, realistically, um, we're we're bad. We're awful. The, the Pistons are still awful. The Lions up until this year, awful. Michigan football, awful. Michigan basketball had its runs. I'll give it that. Um, but I understand the frustration of just wanting to get over that hump, especially if you remember, this was Harbaugh's storyline a couple of years ago. He came out of the womb at Michigan producing 10-win seasons. In, I mean, his first year there with Jake Rudock, who I will not have slandered, was 10 wins. I mean, it but you couldn't beat Ohio State. It was, I think, three or four years in a row. He couldn't beat Ohio State, and that was his knock. But then he got over the hump. I am all for taking my bias out of it. Ryan Day needs to be given some slack here because he's still a great coach. I Also, Michigan, I think, will drop off no matter what. I think Nick Saban could coach them next year, but we're losing all of our heavy hitters, especially offensively. But that's neither here nor there. OSU fans need a deep breath. I, I said to that one friend, uh, I won't say his name at all, but it was, um, I understand the frustration, um, but six losses, uh, it was seven, but six losses in five years uh, is still incredible. 98% of programs would kill for that, he said, and I quote, we are not 98% of programs. Yeah, see, that's the, so. <laughs> that's the Ohio State, and that's is where you need to have a couple of losing seasons to really knock you down. That's where you need to have it. Uh, and, I'm, and by losing seasons, I mean like an eight-win year. Lose a few of those. That's what I would love to see. I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to piggyback off of this into my loser of the weekend if you don't care. Um, and because uh, we were ahead. talking about living in, uh, you know, in Ohio State, thinking that they're in an absolute hell because they cannot beat Michigan. I'm going to tell you where hell really exists, folks. Hell really exists being a Nebraska football fan. That's where it really lives. That's where it, that's you want to talk about hell. I'll tell you where it is. Nebraska football folks loses to Iowa on Black Friday, thirteen to nothing. I don't know if anybody saw this game, but Nebraska was tied at ten apiece. Had the football on the plus side of the fifty, was marching down the field. All they needed was a field goal to win, and maybe they maybe they were just going to run the ball, and, and and maybe they were going to have to go into overtime. So be it, and maybe they'd lose there too. So be it. Instead, they throw an interception with less than 45 seconds left. That's returned two plays later. Iowa, with the backup kicker in, splits the posts and gives Iowa the walk-off 13-10 win. There is a special play. I don't know. I've never been to hell. I hope I never go. But if there is one, it's got to be like this, folks. It is all the time watching your favorite team lose at the gun, get kicked in the guts, and cannot 
get over this hump to make it to a bowl game. So Ohio State, if you want to experience this hell, I will trade it to you any day. I'll lose to Michigan every year if I can win 11. I'm not going to be mad. I will trade you this hell. Please. I mean, I, I, I don't know how to say Stats of the weekend for you. Nebraska has lost has 30 losses by a touchdown or less since 2018. You know the heartache that I have suffered in the last five years? 30 losses by a touchdown or less. That's eight more than any other team in the nation. Since 2018, Nebraska has played 68 games. 38 of them are one-possession games, and Nebraska is 8-30 and 30 in those one-possession games and just 3-18 and 18 in the last three seasons. And this is the biggest one. Nebraska will now not go bowling for a seventh straight year. That is the longest in college football right now in FBS. Folks, you want to do the math? That is 90 practices for Nebraska that has not had in that span over those seven years, and seven games as well, that other programs have gotten on you to better their program. Not getting to a bowl game is an absolute killer. You're losing practice and development time and game experience for your young players. But Nebraska, once again, continues to lose these games at the gun or late games. They were 5-3 and three with four games left and did not win a game the rest of the season. Didn't win one. And three of those games were losses at the gun on a field goal. Absolutely gut-wrenching. I don't know what hell it's like, but this has got to be pretty darn close. Got to be pretty darn close, Christian. So, Nebraska football, my loser of the weekend. We, we got to get to a break here, so... Quick, you know, do do with this question what you will. Matt Rule, yes, no. Can he turn this program around? Well, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's – I don't know. I don't know. It was the first – like, here's the thing, folks. It's the first year of a new head coach. And Matt Rule and his previous stops have had wins of two and one. And so for him to win five is a very successful stretch for him in year number one. Now, the cupboard's not bare at Nebraska – I just think it's gut-wrenching that you had five wins and you couldn't get over the hump to get the bowl game in the Final Four. That's really, really difficult. Do I know if Matt Rule's going to get it done? I don't know. The jury is still out. There are some things that he did that I would question, but I also think that he's got the culture turned around in the right direction. I hopefully we'll see that next season. But I don't know. I don't know. One thing for sure, you have to go get a quarterback. They, they picked their quarterback this year, and they failed it. Jeff Sims was a complete bust. And now they've got to get a quarterback or develop one, which I hope they do that. They find a quarterback in their system, and they develop them really, really good. But, no, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's a complete hell. I mean, and, and tip of the you – know, and, and some other thoughts on some college football programs real quick. You know, Colorado had a horrible end of there. You remember, folks, they were a top 25 team, got off to a 3-0 start to Colorado. They won one game the rest of the season, finished 4-8. and Bad year for Colorado. Um, boy, and also a tough end of the season for, for Kansas State – Losing on senior day in the snow. And not that they lost to Iowa State. It's how they lost. They shut down Iowa State except for five plays. Five touchdowns of over 60 yards or more in the snow for Iowa State to beat Kansas State. That's hard. That's a tough pill to swallow if you're a fan of the purple. Anyway. So like I said, like we talked about, winner of the weekend are college football fans. But there are some fans, and in particular those who root for the Scarlet and Cream, that are living in an absolute hell and cannot wait, and hopefully we'll get out of it. Hopefully. But I don't know if the end is inside anywhere near. Anyway, my loser of the weekend. All right, we got to get to a break. We are way past due. When we come back, we'll hit the walk-off next on The Blitz.